All right, the snow drought is over. Salisbury Airport reporting 1.2 inches of snow on Friday, and that officially ends the drought of one inch or more measured snow, which uh, stretched 720 days, Jake. Yeah, that um, was uh, almost two years. Before both of our times here, yep. I think, actually. so Early 2022. Yeah, before both of us uh, were <laughs> even here to cover the last event. So... Uh, you had a full year off from your snow coverage, at least. And, uh, it's been a while, man. Yeah, so we got a decent amount. And uh, looking like maybe February will be a more uh, prominent month for maybe for us down here to get a little bit more. I know northern neck of Delmarva got a little bit more, but even areas like Dover got uh, upwards of six inches in some spots, some seven inches, I think, we saw as well. So this, this second, I you know, hate to call it a storm because it wasn't really a storm system like the classic sense, what we deal with with nor'easters and stuff like that, but a very similar setup to the last event. This time around, there were some more upper level dynamics helping out with yeah. heavier snow banding. And we saw cases like in Sussex and Kent counties in Delaware, where you would get a heavier snow band that would drop three or four inches in one place. Somebody else only had one to two inches, but then you're mentioning the places in Kent County and Dover, six and seven inch totals. Yeah, and uh, it was really a bit of a messy forecast for us as the models weren't really, whenever you try to pick up snow banding, it's always a, more of a, not a crapshoot we'll say, but more of a little bit of an anomaly just with where those bands exactly set up. And that's something that uh, obviously it's kind of, you're taking a look at all these models trying to nail it down. And what it happened was it shifted down from Philadelphia down closer to the uh, Kent County area and parts of South Jersey. So we ended up in our region getting some of that heavier snowfall compared to uh, likewise up north where some of them only got two, three inches and a bit of a bullseye in Kent County. I didn't quite make it up there into the afternoon with that system. We made it up into uh, Seaford, but still had a heavier band come through there as well. Yeah, and you're bringing up a good point about trying to forecast where the heavier bands are gonna be I mean, so we're at the point of the limitation of the models. We know an event like this, we in our forecast, there was probably going to be some heavier banding. But like you said, where? That's, that's tough. I mean, that's yeah. like tracking exactly, literally, where a thunderstorm will be on a day where we know there are going to be thunderstorms. So that makes, obviously, the snowfall forecast a little more difficult um, from that standpoint. How do you tell somebody in a county, well, you might be in that, like, you know, extra two, three-inch range, that might not sound like a lot, but when it comes to a heavier snow burst, that could be a good few hours where the road conditions are far worse than they mm. were on either side of that little time frame. Um, one thing that was constant was the central and southern part of Delmarva seeing little to no snow. Now, I mentioned here at the top of the, uh, the uh, podcast, Salisbury Airport actually officially over an inch. The first event, 0.2 inches total of snow. I think that it was just a little more melting, just a little less snowfall than what we had that we had one of the bands come through Salisbury and that gave that little extra snow but south of town trace amounts um, it, it was a nice little dusting as far south as uh, the Accomack County border the Virginia border with uh, uh, just outside of Pocomoke City at the bottom of a Somerset and Worcester County so same idea southern Delmarva not much but that's usually par for the course yeah and it, it was pretty cool I know you saw it in real time almost but Along the coastal locations, Ocean City, Rehoboth Beach, some of them actually saw a decent amount of accumulating snow on the beach and the boardwalk and some of the cameras that we have. But with a quick inverse temperature on that marine layer 
or on the ocean, excuse me, that marine layer moved onto land, basically just warmer air, but it quickly melted much of the snow, That's especially right. in Ocean City. So that was uh, kind of a cool thing to see, a bit of a microclimate that we deal with here. And then on Saturday, there, I believe there was a couple bands of Bay Effect snow that came yeah. through after. Uh, I got stick, to see that but, in real, light, in real yeah. time, too. I was in Pocomoke City, and you could look out toward the bay, mm. and you could see the wispy you know, nature of the, the, you know, I hate to call it a snow squall because it wasn't very heavy. Actually, I, I ended up driving that direction. I saw a couple flurries, but it was enough that Arctic air coming over the relatively warmer bay waters, and you had that that little bit of an enhancement with a couple of the clouds coming through. So it was really neat to see that. Yeah, our own little Great Lakes effect here. Much smaller scale, yep. but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it still nonetheless was a little bit of a Great Lakes effect for us. And that's something, you know, that we deal with with the Arctic air. But I, now we are not in the Arctic air at all. We're actually going in the complete opposite direction later this week. Still a stormy pattern, but uh, we're going to be near 70 come Friday, maybe warmer. <laughs> well, the snow and ice is, I, I, we can officially say, gone. Even if you're listening on, on the Wednesday way out here today, and there's yes. still a little bit of it left, it's got to be gone soon. For sure, and with multiple chances for rain and maybe even a thunderstorm at some point, just with how warm and humid it's going to be. It's going to be humid in January, which is uh, hard to believe. That's to all those dew points. I yes. mean, they're creeping over 60. And, and that's, that's unheard of yeah. for this time of year. So uh, I'm looking forward to Friday in the sense that it's going to be abnormally warm, not necessarily the fact that it's going to be humid, but uh, it will be pretty cool to see. And then we'll go back to our winter winterish temperatures next week but definitely a bit of a wild ride with the el nino winter tell you what um you know for snow lovers maybe not very happy about this but i think you said it a few minutes ago you know february could bring more of the same for us more mm -hmm. opportunity and there's a lot of winter left to go i mean measurable snow in march is never out of the question either um you know especially when we talk about picking up an inch here two inches here and of course i'm talking areas around salisbury and south uh, Northern Delmarva already getting two bouts of decent snow. So we could end up seeing a situation where northern parts of the peninsula by the end of the season will have more snow than average um, if we keep going in this direction. Yeah, you know? we'll have to recheck our winter forecast and, and uh, see, see, where, see, we're see where we're at. Hey, I'm happy to know that we are at least heading in the right direction. I mean, yes. we called for slightly below snow levels the year before, and we had nothing other mm. than a trace in Salisbury. This year... We're, we're outdoing ourselves. We're about an inch and a half at this point. Yeah, so I, I think uh, we might have hit the uh, long-range forecasting there, not to pump our own tires. Uh, but uh, I think the idea know. was winter started on a mild note. Late yes. fall into winter started on a mild note. We knew that sometime late January we would get a better opportunity, mid to late January, of enough Arctic air to give us some snow. And there's going to be the ebb and flow. And this mm -hmm. week, you know, the way you look at it, the ebb is – I guess the flow would be the cold air, right? The yeah. ebb would be on the warm-up here by the end of the week. So I get my analogy straight here. This is, this is typical, although we're going to be very much above average and kind of unheard of. It's, a, it's an extreme swing. But you mentioned being an El Nino winter, um, you know, these things tend to happen. We're getting just that added influence in the Pacific jet, which, again, is not necessarily a bad thing if you want snow for this part of the country because there is the idea that that brings in more active weather overall. Yeah, and bringing in that more active weather, all it's going to take, especially into February, which is kind of what we were expecting with an El Nino winter, is that mild start. And then kind of into February, 
uh, don't want to say it's going to be a free-for-all in terms of storms, but you get more access to that Arctic air that becomes a little bit more loose, that high pressures weaken just enough to where it can sink down a little bit more. And you see these bigger amplified effects during this period. So that's going to be something in February where those transitional periods were able to get more of those huge nor'easters and types that uh, will work their way up the coast. We really haven't had too many of those yet this year. I think, believe we've had maybe a couple, but they were all rained for us when we had that six-inch rain yep. event. But other than that, these past two snow events wasn't really very uh, different type of snowstorm, but we haven't had that classic nor'easter set up just yet where we get the snow here at least. And I think it's very possible that that happens going into February. Lots of time, as we talked about, to get um, really that true big snow. Um, and, you know, we, we had those first nor'easter tracks earlier in the season, but I think that that kind of was a setup for what to expect later in the winter as far as storm tracks. Arctic air being available, we see that it's possible. Mm. It can happen. I mean, we had at the past two events, we had just enough. And, um, you know, wait, wait to see if the, all the variables come together, and a lot of it is luck and timing. Um, yeah. But I think the luck for snow lovers would be more in our favor than it has been for the past couple seasons. Mm. So I, I think this is a good trend going forward for that. And if you don't like the cold snow, well, yeah. we are counting down the days. We're getting closer and closer. And this is a throwback to old, uh, our, our old boy Ulysses Garcia <laughs> taking a look at those um, countdown countdown to the yeah, uh, low graphics. Yep, yep. And I, I saw uh, he's doing great uh, out in his new spot there in Decatur, Illinois. He uh, had one of those graphics up the other day. Always keeping an eye ahead on the next big always event, to the next especially if it's a warm-up you know to the next one yes yep. always always to the next holiday or uh social importance day we'll call yep. it uh but that's, that's right yeah that's right i mean this week we'll get a little taste of spring so that's what i've been saying if people didn't like the cold they're getting their wish they're we're getting, getting wish, uh, get a little right bit up everything. to 70 degrees it's yep. gonna be rainy but uh, and one last note yes. too and you bring you touch on it right here before we go for this week this time of the year to get a warm-up into the 60s to near 70, and I said this on my newscast or my weathercast on uh, Monday afternoon and evening, like the sun angle is just not there. The hours of sun, you just can't have sunny days in a row and warm up. You need to bring that warm air from somewhere else, and that's somewhere else in the Gulf of Mexico. So yeah. we get a warm-up like this. It's going to come with clouds. It's likely going to come with rain. It's not the best-looking forecast. It feels a whole lot better. It saves some heating bills. So. Yes. You know, that's excited for that. Going to open the windows for yeah, a couple get days. some fresh air in there open and open the windows, save a few bucks here. Save and a there. few bucks, yeah. a little taste of spring, just to remind you that it is coming. It's just not coming for a while. So I guess we'll leave on that. It's note. a little te little tease, little preview, little tease. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, weather tease. Yep. So with that said, uh, you know, we'll see how the next week brings. But obviously, next time we talk to you, we're going to talk about the uh, warming spread that we had going to the end of the week and how the weekend's looking and. We'll look ahead next uh, time we talk at uh, the next shot of Arctic air and any chance for snow in the short term as we head closer to the month of February. But for another edition of WeatherWise, thank you for streaming and downloading. For myself, Chief Meteorologist Rich Words, again, Meteorologist Jake Grant this week. Uh, this has been another edition of WeatherWise for the meteorologists here at 47 ABC WMDT. We'll talk to you again next Wednesday.